Hello and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a camaraderie retrospective through the lens of decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I am Evan. And I am Chris. And this week we actually watched some decade. It's weird. <laughs> we do do that on this show sometimes. So occasionally. Yeah. Once, once a, a year. year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about give or take. Um the- yeah, this time we watched um decade uh episodes two and three, the the good old Kuga part, because we just finished watching Kuga. This is This is not Kuga's world. Yeah, so how how weird is this? It's super weird. It, Garrett, you put it in a very good way. It's if Uncanny Valley was like a narrative thing instead of a visual thing, this falls in the Uncanny Valley for Kuga because it's it's close enough, but just different that it's like, no, this this isn't right. It does a good job of that thing you see in like some sci-fi stories sometime where someone drops into an alternate world and is like, okay, something's off here, which I guess is what it's going for, so that's impressive. Yeah, it's yeah. close, but not perfect. Yeah, it's like m- most of the broad strokes are pretty much there, but they either play out differently or are just slightly different enough. Yeah, it's, it's a it's heck of neat. a thing. I like it. It's, we don't have any of the same characters from the actual show. They're all named differently. Yes. Except yeah. Godai. Godai is still Godai, but it's it's definitely no, not Godai. Not. It's, no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's Yusuke. It's Yusuke. Yeah. He's not Godai. Yusuke, but not Godai. Yeah, no, he's... He seems like a much more childish version of Godai. Yeah, Just, it's, uh, he's like the opposite of Godai in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's weird. kind of strange. I was, uh... Out of all the choices they make in this one, I feel like drastically changing Godai's character is, was, like, kind of the one I didn't think they would do the most. I figured they would stick yeah, with him it's... because that worked so well in the original Kuka show. It His changes work well for right for what happens in these two episodes, and it gives a nice little mini-character arc for him. Right, yeah. Yeah, but like, it's... Decade helps him develop more into the character that Godai was in Kuga, so... Yeah. That's an interesting choice, but we don't really spend a whole lot of time with him. No, it just right. we well, just get enough. We will, don't you worry. Oh, oh he comes back? Oh, okay. Okay, so, Garrett, uh, I, I yes. need to ask, at the end of episode two, two yes. new common writers show up. Yes. Are these guys from another show? Yes. Okay, are they from are double? They from? Um, the, the these are uh, Punch Hopper and Kick Harp. Yeah, Punch Hopper and Kick Harp. Punch Hopper and Kick Hopper, which are from uh, Kabuto. Oh, okay. they okay. they're very silly. Yeah, well, isn't isn't double? Is a uh, I thought W was the first one after decade. Yes, double is the first oh, one okay. after decade. Yeah, because they look at it and I'm like they they're purple and green and what. Is what? <laughs> I've only seen like an episode or two of Double. I don't. I don't think this is them. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Those are those are some Kabuto boys. Okay. So yeah, they introduce a whole. Okay, we're kind of still. I figured episode one of Decade was weird and confusing and just threw a bunch of insane crap at you just because you know that was the first episode. They got to set stuff up. No. No, they keep doing that. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> things just come up and people show up and they're like, oh, I know you and we have history and there's thoughts right. that I have. But the viewer is like, I have, who are you? Who are you? There's like a guy who's like a ghost from another dimension who is mad at Decade. The, the bucket hat. Bucket I'm, hat I'm is glad super that upset. hat guy doesn't have his name yet because we just get to call him a hat guy this entire episode. <laughs> he's, he's, he's bucket hat. That's, that's what he that's what he wears and that's what he is. And I think he was working together with Punch Hopper and Kick Hopper. Or, uh, like, manipulating them, or... uh, People other than Decade apparently can travel between dimensions. Yeah. Dimension traveling, you know, it's whatever. Everybody can do it. (laughs) It's so common a shop can do it. (laughs) Yeah. And I like the thing that apparently uh, the shop itself is, like, displacing shit in reality. Right, yeah, it took over the spot of a coffee shop in this episode. And I gotta say, uh, uh, this owner, he's, Are you um, gonna say it reminds you of the Zio owner? Because I was also gonna say that. A little bit? 
I assume he's, this, well, yeah, because they both run a business that's like kind of out of date. I assume that was an intentional reference. Yeah, and they're both kind of the little absent-minded. Oh yes, okay, type of character. It's interesting. I mean, they so, care, but they're focused on other things. Zio's uncle is much more directly involved and attached to him than this shop owner guy seems to be. Yeah, with, with him uh, and his his pure white bull haircut. <laughs> He's. I love his hair. <laughs> it's pretty it's intense. Yeah, so dumb. Uh, all right, we should actually should actually go through the episode. Yeah, that's probably makes sense. So episode yeah. two is just called the World of Kuga. Yes, and uh, we open up before our intro with another short little. Yeah, remember all that crazy shit that happened in the first episode? Yeah, yeah remember, still remember happened. It, it's super weird, and shit happens. And then we go to the scene of number four, the new Kuga fighting. Oh, uh, Abacus think? Bird Guy. Yeah, Abacus Bird Guy, which is so weird. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing here? He's this, a final this, boss. He's final yeah, boss class. He's not even a boss. He's just a side dude. And it was one of my first things of like, what is... Man, I'd forgotten how different this one was. And, and wasn't uh, Cockroach Guy with the bandana the guy who drove cars backwards? Yeah, and was doing Blue Moon. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, this is this is a hell of a pair for an <laughs> intro. <laughs> well, I think the one guy that Decade fights later in the episode was the super secret video guy. Yeah, it was the guy. It was the chin strap beard Buffalo Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so weird to see these guys here again because they're so different. But, uh. And in high def. Yeah, and like, oh, yeah. I, all of Kuga's new transformations are great. Especially the ultimate transformation he gets uh, at it the end. It's pretty sweet, yeah. It's real good. I really like that one. Um. Also, the but film quality is higher again, so yeah. that's pretty nice. Kuga's <laughs> ten years later, <laughs> or nine, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Kuga's suit looks a bit shinier, but uh, it's just Kuga fighting these two unidentified life forms and looking inside a warehouse and saying, "Oh, there's a there's a dead lady cop inside. Why are they going after lady cops?" Uh, apparently, in this alternate universe, the Grungi hate gender equality and the police force. Yes, something. They they don't actually, but they only attack women police officers for some reason. Yeah. And then we hit our intro. And uh I'd forgotten about this intro. It's pretty good. I I I like it. Yeah. I'm going to listen to it for a couple times until they invariably ruin it by putting out the second <laughs> se second verse. The second not as good verse. I can tell you that that doesn't happen. Oh thank god. All right. But yeah, no, it's it, it the the cuts in the intro do focus more on Kuga this time. Oh, um, did they? I hadn't really yeah. noticed. There's a couple areas that go to Kuga. It happens more in episode three's intro. Oh, but yeah, yeah there's like the one of him leaning against his bike and stuff. Yeah, it's just like little hints of like here's who we're focusing on. But it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We come back, and there's a little, like, intro roll, which is, like, ten seconds of just the wall in the Photoshop that the portals to the other world come down in front of, and it's just showing scenes from the coming episode that we have no context for yet. Didn't they do that in the last episode, too? I, I, thought I think they did. they did. They may have? Yeah. I'm I, pretty sure I remember It's that. been nine months. I don't fully remember. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. That's yeah. So I also think that. they did too. And we get to see Nats Natsumi. Yes, I think her name is Natsumi. Uh, Natsumi and owner are watching the TV in the shop, and there's like it's talking about hey, oh, number I four. Remember. Yeah, the shop owner looks like Hayao Miyazaki with more luscious hair. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's uh, pretty strange, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're watching the TV, and it's talking how number four is fighting number seven and number eight. So, like, even the numbers are wrong. This is so weird. Feels yeah. so weird. But but it's also right in the fact that they're using numbers. Yeah. So, uh, policeman walks in, 
And oh hey, he's he's looking for a suspect. Oh wait, no, it's just decade. Yeah, yeah this is decade screwing with them. Natsumi is uh just like stop fucking around, and she does the laughter pressure point thing again, and he starts giggling, going nuts because her she has secret Vulcan techniques. Yep. And they pull and, up. Uh, some I think it was around now when I realized that when he says, "Oh, I guess they call common writers numbers in this world," that I realized. Oh, yeah. They never once said Common Rider in Kuga. No, they didn't. He was always unidentified life form number four. That's right. correct. He, he, was the only t- he was the only one, so they didn't need a name for his class of thing. Yep. And I, he, I think the only people that called him Kuga were people that he, he went up to and was like, I'm Kuga. Yeah, he self-identified as Kuga to everybody who <laughs> called him that. The, so after the giggling... Natsumi picks up a newspaper, which has on it Spider Dude and, uh, I don't know the other one, but it's basically shows that, hey, they're called unidentified life forms, there's a scholar that thinks they're called Garangi, and they're attacking female police officers. Yeah. Like, yeah, the scholar would clearly be Sakurako, but she doesn't show up in the episode. She's not named. Yeah, or- Sakurako is not named. The only characters from Kuga who have analogs... Are there's a Yusuke analog, there's an Ichijo analog, and there's a Sugita analog, and that's about it. I guess now that I think about it, the Ichijo is kind of Sakurako and Ichijo at the same time. Yeah, a little bit. Yashiro is. I don't know how to feel about Yashiro. I want more episodes of her because she does. I don't think she gets enough characterization. She seems uh she seems cooler than the new Kuga, honestly. Oh yeah, no, she's miles and above better than the new Kuga. He's, he feels like a teenager. Yeah. 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 Like, it's, he feels so much. kind of a shit, but yeah. he's, he's an enjoyable shit. <laughs> a little bit. He feel, it's, he does not feel like a college student or like, like a college grad. Right. And I don't think he is. I think he's. Yeah. He's not the sort of person who's traveled the world building his skills and becoming, like, a sweet hobo yeah, for, he's, you know, a decade or whatever. It's it's literally like, oh man, I want to impress this lady cop. I'm gonna punch real good. Well, she is, is his sister, so, like... Not really. I, no, I think that's just, like, a thing they call each other. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, it, okay. It, I thought they were actual siblings. No, I think it was the respect thing. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because they have different... Le- Last names. Yeah. I mean, that happens sometimes. I, I I suppose that's true. You're probably right, though. So, uh... Natsumi and Decade keep... They're basically having a discussion and setting up, okay, so this is the world of Kuga. He's called number four. We're having to travel world. You're having to travel worlds and do this. Uh, what are we even supposed to do here? Also, Tsukasa... Oh, his name is Tsukasa. Kadoya Tsukasa. Tsukasa, why are you dressed like a cop? That's kind of illegal. Hey, wait, no, this is the role the world gave me. Yeah, it's... it's. Uh, we're explaining the plot of Quantum Leap. Yeah. <laughs> is this supposed to be there is a Kadoya Tsukasa in this universe, and that's whose body he's now in? Or what? No. I, okay. I think just he is he's given a role based on the world he is in. Are we doing an Omicron the Nomad Soul thing where it's like <laughs> my spirit is going out and inhabiting and controlling this body? No, okay, we're so not doing it's that. more of a just like he drops into this world and reality rewrites itself to make room for him. Yes, yeah, it works. The Kadia Tsukasa decides. All right, so obviously what I have to do is I have to go fight Garangi. That's why I'm here. Okay, bye. He just gets yep. on his, he runs outside, gets on his bike, and leaves. <laughs> and by and bike, his police bicycle. Yeah, his, his police bicycle. And by fight Garongi, he means take pictures of them. <laughs> I love that Natsumi runs outside and only now realizes, like, wait a minute, where the hell are we? <laughs> what's, what's going on? I know we traveled dimensions, but where are we? Oh, this is, yeah, this is the front of the, uh, the, the, the shop that uh, Godai lived at. Isn't it? Is it? I don't know. I the don't entrance kind of so. looks the same. Uh, no, Pole Pole was more like had more like a uh, 
like a patio, little patio and stairs oh, leading up to yeah, it. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, it had more of an overhang to the thing. It was more yeah. like an o- its own independent building instead of being attached onto something. Yeah, this is someone converted a couple a couple rooms in an, an apartment complex. Into Although a now that I think about it, with how uh, Yashiro and uh, Kuga react later when they go to that store, maybe it's where po- they don't ever say it, but maybe it's where Pole Pole in this world actually is. Right. Maybe? Right. As just much as tra- Pole Pole was a coffee shop, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, they sold coffee and curry. It was, it was a cafe. So, like Persona 5. Yes. Right. right. Just, just without, like the coffee shop in Persona 5 is a coffee shop. Without the, without the weird rebellion thing, but not too far. <laughs> rebellion, but not too far. Uh, so then it cuts to a warehouse that I guess... Kuga and the two Garangi went inside the warehouse to fight. Yeah, it's just the typical, like, tokusatsu warehouse location. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, and Blue Form gets to look cooler than yeah. it ever did in yeah, the actual Blue Kuga Form show. actually does some good work in this show. Though it is especially funny because he's fighting in Blue Form, kills one of the Garangi, and then Abacus Bird Guy flies out of the skylight... And he doesn't <laughs> jump up there in blue form. He turns into green yeah. form and then jumps up there. Yeah, that's so weird. I'm like, why? Green form can't do that. I mean, okay, Garrett, you've you've converted us into annoying taku- tokusatsu fans now. Good job. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Mission accomplished. <laughs> he blue form jumps good. That's the thing. It has yeah, sticks and it jumps good. That's all <laughs> that it is, does. That is literally blue form's thing. And they only and get one of those two things right. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I do like, <laughs> I do like the super transformations in this. Now they're great. They look well, real yeah, good. Yeah, because the CG is ten years improved. Yeah. So yeah. But uh, so this fight's going well. While the fight is going on, Yashiro had run up at uh, Detective Yashiro, the Ichijo analog, so um, has run up and is watching. W- while you're being annoying Tokusatsu fans, I just want to point <laughs> out. That that Pegasus can still jump fifteen meters. <laughs> Did you look that up on the wiki? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. See, that was never shown in the show. So, so. so there's one form mm. that jumps well, but then one form that jumps really well. Actually, I think all of them jump fifteen meters, unless you're Dragon Form, in which you jump double, or Titan Form, in which you jump less. Except we have seen Blue Form jump far far more than 30 meters right yeah he like leaped up a skyscraper at one point we've seen blue form jump up onto just like from ground level jump up onto a skyscraper i'm just reading what was quoted and sourced from the kuga complete works volume well well well, it was wrong well it's the material that they put out it's wrong. Maybe he grabbed okay. onto the building and jumped again, and they just cut away <laughs> to Maybe. the top. The, so Yashiro is out there watching, and Sukasa comes riding up on his bike, <laughs> takes out his camera, and it's like he just rolls up with his camera. He's like, "Man, you know, I should, I should take some pictures of this. I should take some pictures of Common Rider Kuga." And for some reason, Sukasa starts explaining what Kuga does <laughs> and his abilities. Yeah, like like reading his stats, like his stat screen, his stat reading. Bleh, Maybe bleh, this bleh, is bleh. what the card. Did he get this knowledge when he came to this universe, or is this what the cards say? The cards don't say anything. Maybe he gets weird special knowledge. I thought that would have been kind of cool, actually, if like his trading cards of the other common writers had their stats on them. Have a splat, have a splat that sheet. Be That'd like, be real neat. That would be kind of meta and fun. That would be. Um, but no, they they don't. Oh, okay. Can confirm by having cards. Yeah. So, and Yashiro notices him and is like, "Wait a minute is is that camera your personal? Pr- what what the hell are you doing here? Get go leave. Get out of here." And Tsukasa's just like, "No, wait. I gotta take more pictures though." <laughs> Tsukasa is kind of a really lovable dick. Yeah, kind of great. He's a lovable <laughs> dick who will end up doing the right thing in the end. Yeah, yeah. he actually comes off as pretty sweet in episode three. He does. Um, 
but yeah, then Yashiro, like, tosses her gun to Kuga, and then he turns into green form and jumps up on the building. Yep. And yeah, he calls her Ane-san, which is... Right. The ways I've always heard that used in the Japanese media I've consumed is kind of like a... I don't want to use the phrase punk or, like, delinquent, but uh, it's like, like a the, rougher... the female version of Aniki, you mean? Yeah, it's it's okay. the female version of Aniki, in right. the way it, I think. You know, it's a bit... Of, it's still respectful, but it's still a... It's a bit of a rougher way of saying it. Okay. I, they do subtitle it as sis, so I guess that's reasonable. The yeah. fact that she immediately afterwards tells uh, Sukasa like, hey, don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> I assumed she- meant... That they were literally siblings, and she didn't want anyone to blow it, blow their cover. You know, I I thought it was I thought it was more the fact of hey, I know you just saw this thing where I gave the I gave that unidentified life form my gun. You right. saw nothing. Yeah, right. the, the real issue I'm guessing is she relinquished her sidearm, which I don't think you're supposed to do. It's, yeah, you, you can't do that when you're a police officer, I believe. Yeah, but uh, so Godai jumps up on the building. Or on the roof of the building, out of the skylight that Abacus dude bursts through and shoots him with his the Pegasus gun, and it kills him immediately. Yeah, as one does. It feels like the Grongi are weaker in this. Uh, I guess decades probably just more. O- Decade and the other writers are probably just more awesome now. Yeah, that makes sense. So there's that also though. There's like it, technically it's only identified life forms like what seven and eight. So or. Eight and nine. Yeah, also, I guess, uh, in the actual Kuga show, the Garungi had been revived with, uh, with, uh, number zero's power, which is not how it happened in this universe. Yeah, no, I, it, we don't actually know how the Garungi came about, I don't think. I don't think it's ever shown, or explained, they just showed up. Yeah. Right. So, in this conversation, yeah, in this conversation Yashiro has with... Uh, Are we going to talk about Yusuke's pickup line here? His pickup line? We're like immediately after he's talking to um, what's her name? And he's like, hey, how'd you like my henchin? And like pelvic thrusts and makes the belt motion. (laughs) Yeah, he does the belt thing. He gives her her gun back and he's like, when he gives her her gun back, he's acting all cool, like spinning the gun like, hey, what you think? And she's her response literally, what if my coworkers just died? Can you show some respect, please? Hey, how about my henshin? Hip thrust, hip thrust, hip thrust. See, uh, I don't know if... The fact that I interpreted all this apparently romantic stuff as, like, sibling affection, I don't know if that means I'm oblivious, or if just they played it pretty subtly. Both probably plausible. I I got... This feels to me, like, a little bit similar of sibling, of, like, he he is really, really trying to impress her. Right. It's like, I'm so cool. Aren't I so cool? And that can either fall in the romantic side or the familial side. It's just... Right. I, the way I saw it is like, okay, she's a lady who's apparently, like, one of the highest-ranking police officers in Tokyo. And, yeah. I mean, he doesn't do anything particularly special, as far as we can tell. So, I guess he was just trying to impress her. Yeah. So, yeah, she's like, well... You did pretty good. You defeated seven and eight. Hey, so does so that mean you could take me out to eat? <laughs> She's just like, uh, no. You need no. to go. You need to go get some sleep because we literally have no idea what's going on with your transformation, and it might be dangerous. And she just walks off. And this Kuga gives this look of like, fucking mom, Jesus. Okay, I get it. <laughs> but I wanted curry. <laughs> I don't have any money. Please feed me. <laughs> it's very weird. So now we're in a police planning meeting. Where, yes. Yeah, they start in briefly before someone whose face you cannot see walks in and starts pouring tea into their glasses. And uh, but not he doesn't stop pouring. So I think I think the it's tea just, just overflows water. the cups and onto the table. Yeah, it's it's the task force planning meeting. And Tsukasa just comes in, starts pouring in the chief's cup until it overflows. Then just moves over to the next cup without stopping pouring, so... Tsukasa is very interested in in the murder game theory. 
Right. That's right. And, uh, he, like, interrupts, but there's one of the cops in the back that stands up, starts giving a report so that nobody's really paying attention to him, and he's just able to stand there and kind of <laughs> look in. And Yashiro's the only one who is like, who are you? What division are you from? What the? Who the fuck <laughs> what are, are you? Doing? <laughs> it's pretty I good. I love that nobody else is paying attention. Right. As we're going to learn, apparently at this point, uh, Tsukasa immediately figures out what the murder game thing is, and also comes up with another plausible explanation <laughs> that he can use to throw everybody off, which has me wondering, is he just, ex- is he, like, super smart, or has he, Act- like, actually done okay. all this already? Or I, has some memory of it or something? I am getting the feeling from Tsukasa that he is supposed to be, like, Sherlock Holmes-style investigation and intelligence where it's guess, like by yeah by the time you're already trying by the time you as a viewer are already are starting to put it together he has already figured it out figured out all the plans figured out a counter plan and figured out exactly what to do that is probably a good theory because yeah he always takes pictures of things that other people think look stupid if the idea is that he's just so observant that it looks like idiocy to everyone else. Yeah, it's just, he's, he's so far above that nobody else can follow it, is yeah, what it that, feels that like. And that's a good suggestion, Evan. He's the Sherlock Holmes of Common Rider. Now I want, now I want to see <laughs> Sherlock Holmes Common Rider. That sounds awesome. Didn't, did yeah. they, did a, uh, they did that in another Tokusatsu, didn't they? Uh, like Police versus Thief? Uh, oh, Rangers? yeah, that was um Lupin Ranger versus uh Pat Ranger, Pat Ranger, yeah, or Pat Ranger, oh, whatever cool. it was called. I assume they did some detective stuff in that one. Yeah, not, okay, not so... as much as you would think. Oh, really? Huh, okay. At least from what I saw, uh, I guess maybe that would be too involved for a kids show. So before like anyone can act, before Yashiro can actually like get the rest of the police interested in who the hell Tsukasa is. There's a new Grongi, never mind. Yes, new Grongi attack, never mind. Everyone runs out, and Yashiro starts leaving and looks over at Tsukasa, and Tsukasa gives her this look of like, yeah, you you better go deal with that Grongi. Yeah, no, go on. Go, go, go on. It's certainly not like I'm gonna deal with this Grongi. That'd yeah, just be silly. It's such a weird look. But yes, then we see the uh, Garangi attacking some female police officers on a bridge. And I guess he, like, just choked her to death? I'm not entirely sure how he killed her. Because we yeah. learn later that the Garang- they're, they're supposed to be killing these uh, people without spilling blood. Oh, so- well, the car's clearly been bludgeoned by something so i don't did he like you know wreck the car yeah i don't know i think that would like pretty much guarantee that they're gonna be bleeding though so that's yeah. a little confusing apparently not but uh this i forget this uh, buffalo mr buffalo runs off starts running down a tunnel but oh wait who's this person and is that kuga on a bike that's coming here nope nope it's decade nope spoilers it's decade Spoilers, it's Decade. And, uh, he comes up and he's like, hey, man, you're... And the Garongi starts babbling in Garongi. And Decade's just like, man, you're you're kind of noisy. I just... I'm here to talk to you, bro. Can we just talk? Nope, they start fighting. Yep. And Decade wins. Yeah, Decade well, is kicking his ass. First, at first, it cuts, cuts back out to the bridge where Kuga and Yashiro show up. And they're like, oh no, here's the f- the fourth victim is a police lady. Man, what? where's the Garangi? That's weird. Oh wait, he just got punched and came flying out of the tunnel. What? Why are these Garangi fighting? Yeah, why are, Why is this weird Garangi in a suit fighting the other Garangi? That's so weird. What's going on? Uh, he he does a final attack ride that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I really like yeah. this rider kick. It's really good. Because So he puts the card in. And he the jumps decade up, belt is also just cool in general. I, I really like it's final attack right. Yeah, the stuttering is great. But it's a line of cards that come up all the de- it's like the decade card. It's uh 
line of like 12 of them or so, or how I guess however many riders there are, 10. And he does the dive kick through them, except like every other card, he disappears into nothingness and then reappears from the next card. It's a really cool effect. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, he does a super cool rider kick, and uh, Mr. Buffalo Man explodes and dies. He turns into digital fuzz and then explodes. Yep. <laughs> and then Decade just leaves. Yep. Yeah. I, I thought he flipped everybody off for a second. It's but so great. <laughs> he's actually holding up his index finger, not his middle finger, when he says, uh, I'm not a gronky. Yeah, they call him unidentified life form number 10. Get it? Because he's the 10th writer in, in the Heisei era. Yeah. Get it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kuga runs up and is demanding, hey, wait, why did you kill your allies? It's like, this fucking... His Kuga is so... I'm so... He's, you don't... Kid, you don't match up. No, he really doesn't. You, you, not in any, This is like... Having literally just come from Kuga and finished watching Kuga, it's kind of a little sad. Yeah, if this were Godai, he would have been like, that was awesome, tell me how to do yeah, that! Yeah, and just like, good job, <laughs> giving him a thumbs up. No, that, that didn't happen. That was weird. But, uh, Decade causes Kuga to fall over by driving out in front of him and then doing a U-turn and driving off. And Yashiro and Kuga just watches uh, Decade drives off and they're like, man, this is weird. Let's let's go get some let's go get some coffee. You want to go get like coffee? Yeah, let's go get some coffee. So it cuts back to the Photoshop where Natsumi is resting her head on the front desk and is like, "Man, when is Tsukasa gonna get back?" Door opens. Hey, Tsukasa? No, it's Godai and Yashiro who are like, "Wait a minute, wasn't this a cafe before?" Yusuke and Yashiro. Yusuke. <sighs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I need to not call him Godai because he's not. I just need to call him Kuga. <laughs> Kuga and Yashiro show up and are like, "Hey, wait, isn't this a cafe?" Natsumi's like, "No, I'm sorry, it's a photo studio." And then owner's like, "I'll make you tea." Yeah, he serves them tea anyway. Or I'll make you coffee. It's like I have these things. I can do this. <laughs> this owner is very weird. He does have an awfully nice sitting room. If it's just a place to drop off and pick up photos. Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, so everybody comes in, coffee starts getting made, and Yusuke and Yashiro start talking about, like, man, who was that weird number 10? It was like, well, well, Yusuke, he was, I think he was more like you than a Garangi, and because... You know, he was fighting the Garangi, so I think I really want to talk to him. Bitch, you trying to replace me? <gasps> Whoa. And, and Tsukasa's basically like, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's like, well, it didn't look like you were doing a very good job, so, yes. Guys? He, like, went to 11 really soon. Damn, boy. He's very immature. He has, like, the passion of Yusuke, but it's channeled in such a weird way. A little bit. He also can't start a motorcycle very well, apparently. Yeah. It's the narrative convenience of you can't start it when you're angry. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. He get So, she, when she's like, I'm, Yashiro's explanation is, I'm just looking out, I'm just thinking of ways to look out for you. And uh, Yusuke kind of gets this look on his face, like, oh, yeah, no, Oh, the girl I like's thinking about me. Oh, that's fine. Wait, why is there a camera click? Oh, hey, Tsukasa. <laughs> You're just there. You creeped up and sat down just to creep these people out. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. And he immediately starts focusing on Yashiro. I think he's... I don't know if he's purposefully needling Yusuke or not, but it kind of feels <laughs> like it. I'm not sure either. It's, he might just want more... He might just assume that she has more information about the Gronky. Yeah, there's that. And I would also just lean towards the, the side of yes. <laughs> he's, he's, he likes to mess he with does, people. Uh, I'm pretty sure he actually does enjoy antagonizing people. Because, like, yeah. he's way too good at it to, for it to be an accident. 
Yeah. But so he he's like, hello, Detective Yashiro. And uh, he he even asks, like, as a cop, he's asking, so wait, who's this weird guy that's following you around? And Yashiro about Yusuke is like, oh, he's just, he's just a guy helping out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Nobody's saying he's Kuga. He, he's, Godai would have been much, very much like a thing of like, oh, oh, oh yeah, hi, I'm Kuga. <laughs> he would have. That's very true. I mean, not that it's super matters, because, like, Natsumi figures out this guy's Kuga, like, instantly. Yeah. Right, right. But, uh, okay, yeah, so Yusuke storms off, he gets on his motorcycle, and I really like this scene, because, um, I forget, n- n- nom- Natsumi? Natsumi. Natsumi. Natsumi follows him out, and is like, hey, you know, what's going on? And he keeps trying to start this motorcycle, and the camera follow like, slides off to the side every time he fails to do it. It's a real interesting technique. It's it's very much a thing of like come on, go. No. Come on, go. No. Come on, go. No. And it's the camera it feels like the camera itself is like, "No, you have to you have to resolve this." Right. Like he's just stuck until he can, you know, grow up a little bit. But yeah. Use your words. And and we learn <laughs> that uh Instead of how the original Godai was a thing of like, no, I wanna, I wanna protect everyone's smiles. I wanna make people happy. This Yusuke is like, no, hey yo, let me holler at you, girl. He is just in it for himself. He is only fighting these monsters because he thinks it will impress this lady. It's he is. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so weird to have a Yusuke and a Kuga that's kind of selfish like this and is fighting for the girl. It is super weird, yeah. I agree. It feels it feels so wrong. Ugh. But effectively, um, he's only able to get the bike started after Natsumi is like, "Hey, so like the way you're acting is." Yashiro is being super worried about you. This Yashiro is super worried about you. And Kuga's response is, well, how do you know? Are you worried about someone? Uh, in, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. The female lead in the Kamen Rider show. So her, her, her job is to be worried about the lead. What? No way. So so now we cut back to Sukasa explaining to all the cops uh what how why people are getting murdered. I okay, I love this scene guys because this is the sort of stupid explanation that would have actually been an explanation in Kuga. Yes. I love it so much. <laughs> and I I really kind of enjoy how apparently Yashiro is the only one that is kind of actively questioning Tsukasa. Right. Because he is just come in here and has basically commandeered the leadership position where he's sitting <laughs> right. at the front. He's like, I figured it out. And everyone's uh, everyone's uh, like, Sugi- that's so plausible. That's that's so cool. And the Sugita <laughs> stand in is like looking at him like, are you going to say? And Tsukasa just holds up his cup. It's like, you have to serve me first for my wisdom to come out. <laughs> so, he is, so, so the Sugita analog pours him some tea. And we get this <laughs> bullshit explanation of like, okay, so no, what do all these bullshit, women? Because one hundred percent would have happened in Kuga. <laughs> it is right. It's like okay, what do all these women have in common? Their his explanation dates. is the first person's birthday ends in three, the second person's ends in seven, the next person's ends in five, and the next person's ends in six. So that's me na go ro. And then if you put a she, which is four, as the last one, that would be kill everyone in Japanese. Yep. <laughs> and, and everyone is immediately like, brilliant! <laughs> this, is, this is obviously what it is. We have Clearly, to go get it! He's, they're going after a female cop born on the 4th, the 14th, or the 24th. We, got, we gotta protect all the female cops. So you check the birth dates of all the female cops, and everyone runs off, and then Yashiro looks at Tsukasa and goes... <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> you wh- you're not a cop. Who are you? <laughs> and then 
we cut to a Garangi scene, which we haven't had one of these in a while. I, I like how he also sarcastically asks, was I helpful? Right before, yeah. before that. <laughs> so we cut to a Garangi scene, and now we get the weird fucking differences of the Garangi. Because the Garangi are outside a cave, and it goes inside the cave, and some black mist comes out of a coffin, and then a wolfman howls made out of smoke, and then he disappears. Yeah, right. a not number zero thing. Uh, yeah, no, apparently th- no, the Garangi are themed around black smoke in this universe. And it is, it is specifically not number zero. That is the ultimate darkness. Not the loss of hope and the use of hatred as a power source. Or even that one guy, uh, who was, what was the name of number zero in the last one? Dagava. Dagava. Yeah, it, it's not, it's not Dagava at all. It's just, <laughs> the ultimate darkness is this dude. He was a is... he, he's a black smoke coming out of a statue that was encased in another rock. Yeah, it... Yeah, but that's how things happen in Kuga. There was like a, a mountain that had some artifact things. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, the Gorongi that are visiting the statue are the fish guy and the lady with the the ancient Egypt styled hair. I forget what her thing was. Was she the one with the acid blood, or was she the one with the whips? She might have been the, the one whips. with the whips. The whips sounds more sounds right. Yeah, it's yeah, but, it's two of the Gorongi we know. Yeah, but it. It's so fucking weird. It's this whole thing of, like, it's the Uncanny Valley effect. It's like, it's close, but it's not right. This is why Tsukasa has to destroy these universes. They're inconsistent with the original shows. It it, it is almost like it is someone trying to re-explain Kuga not having seen Kuga in a very long time. Yeah, just (laughs) about. Like nine years? (laughs) (laughs) So it cuts back to the photo studio where Tsukasa is uh, getting his photos that he's been taking finished. And as usual, they're all freaking weird and out of focus. And uh, they're double, double exposed. They're double, double exposed ex- is what feel, they are. Yeah, double exposed and weird stuff's going on. You just don't get them. And Tsukasa's frustrated. No, I, I don't think it's a we don't get it situation. He says he because he is also frustrated with them. I was 100 so. percent making a joke. Oh. I mean, double exposure is a pretty common, like, film student technique, you know? It is. And Natsumi uh, theorizes that maybe the cameras are saying that you're not a person from this world, so that's why it's weird. I mean, she's not wrong. Oh, I yeah. Guess. I mean, we literally know that to be true, so. Yeah. Tsukasa is like, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but, you know, because... Like, I'm supposed to travel through these nine worlds, and I've got this mission, but, like, what am I actually supposed to do? Like, what, literally, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I guess I'll just play with these Garangi people and do my own thing, because that works. Yeah, uh, and apparent. okay, so, after this, we find out Tsukasa was apparently just killing time, because uh, he calls up Yashiro and is like, okay, time to actually put my plan into motion, and calls her to a specific location. Right. And we only see Yashiro's half of the conversation where she's like, Hello, this is Yashiro. Oh, it, hi. Um, wait, what do you mean it's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and it cuts to her driving. Yep. Right. Uh, she was also sleeping on a desk in that briefing room, so like you, uh, like uh, Ichijo before her, she does not go home to sleep. And apparently all the other cops just let her stay in there and snooze. Yeah, apparently. It's just working so hard on those murders. Yeah. So, she drives out to, like, this little river bed area, and Decade's bike is there. But he's she just chilling out. out. Yeah, Tsukasa's just sitting on some rocks. He's uh, shooting yeah. his music album cover for his <laughs> Christian rock yeah. music album cover, <laughs> lounging on some rocks near a, a forest <laughs> river. Yeah, Yashiro shows up, she's like, okay, so... Literally, what do you mean your theory is wrong? He's like, yo, peep this map. (laughs) So all the deaths were at an equidistant death from this one mountain. Also, that whole other thing, I made it up. It's extremely baffling that none of the cops figured this out. Because, like, 
That's literally a thing that that's common police procedure to measure like locations of a consistent yeah. uh, modus operandi so that, you know, I guess everyone was way too excited about the fact of, oh, yeah, no, this birthday th- shit. That's the real good stuff. <laughs> you know, we got it. We well, it, got it, guys. It seemed like they had zero theories up until now. So, like, what the hell? Yeah. The Tsukasa is like, yeah, so the next cop, lady cop, is going to be killed right here. Guess what you are. Yashiro looks surprised, and then then Kuga comes out from the w- woods like, hey, so I, they're going to be killed here, huh? And even now I'm like, Kuga, Kuga, what do you know? Because I can see it in his, I can see it in him. I can see it in him. He's so suspicious, like, hey, man, this other guy's macking on my lady. That makes her suspicious in the bad guy. Well, he he might also be suspicious that he's trying to get, use her as bait, which he actually is doing, so. Right, that is 100% what he's doing. So, Tsukasa then gives the explanation, apparently, is like, hey, so I figured out exactly what the Garangi are doing and why they're doing it. Here's the explanation. And also, I, I come- can speak Garongi. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah. How did I come <laughs> up with this information? Oh, I just interrogated that buffalo dude while we were fighting in the fighting in the in the tunnel. Yeah. No, I, I just totally. It, I just. Yep. Interrogated him. Got all this information. Yep. And then there's a cut to like I think it was Natsumi looking outside where th- where she sees shimmery powers going on. Yeah, the the decade dimension fog wall thing. Yeah, it's right after uh, Tsukasa is like, yeah. So no, uh, that birthday thing was a lie. The next target is you, Detective Yashiro, and then says in Garangi because apparently he can now speak Garangi. Come out, you're here, aren't you? And I love the fact that the Garangi apparently wasn't even hiding. <laughs> she was just, like, crouching behind this thin set of trees. I was totally in- going to point that out. She is, like, not even barely concealed by this tree on a slightly higher hill than them. <laughs> it is literally, the only thing I can think of is the fact of nobody ever looks up. So she's just above their view, barely. She's only, like, 20 feet away from them. <laughs> it's the perfect plan. <laughs> yeah, but th- yes, then it cuts to Natsumi, who sees the same sort of, like, mirror distortion that they had seen in the original world, except it's up on the mountain. I think, I guess, around where they're fighting currently. And it cuts back, and the uh, Garangi woman jumps off the tree... And then apparently the other Garangi was just standing on a rock in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's and fine. nobody saw him. They were him. being polite and listening for the exposition to happen. Yeah, they didn't want to be rude. Oh yeah. Also, if they if they kill um Lady It's Lady Ichijo, uh the ultimate darkness comes, so yes, generally it's, not good. It's the thing of the ultimate darkness was sealed here, and if they kill these five women in these five places, the ultimate darkness is released and will fight people. And even Yashiro, when Tsukasa starts speaking in Garangi, she's even making the comment of like, what the, the linguists weren't even able to decipher this language. How are you speaking it? And he just ignores that. Yeah, he just completely ignores her. Does not acknowledge that anyone said anything about that. It's not important. So the Garangi starts stalking closer. And Kuga immediately gets up like, oh, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight for her. And, and then Deke just yeah, shoves Deke him out of the way. Shoves Yusuke out of the side, and then clocks uh, Lady Ichijo, whose name I yeah, still lo- can't remember. It looks like he's gonna go after the Garangi. He's like, no, nope, I'm just gonna spin around and pop Yashiro yeah, in the nose, just right fucking in the face, so that she gets a nosebleed and starts spilling blood. And both the Garangi act as if this is the most horrific thing ever. It's like, <gasps> no. Linto blood has been spilled and the Gegaru is a failure. Ah. Yep, game's over. I mean, that would be pretty frustrating. They've done five of the six already, and then this dick just comes around and it's like, nope, lol. <laughs> so they, they start they decide they're gonna start running away, and Decade is just like, nah, I'm gonna fight you though. <laughs> and has a cool fight scene where he just completely just demolishes. These Garangi. Well, the first one. 
Yeah. Also, the like the decade transformation insert fight song is is great and amazing. Oh yeah, it is. yeah. The song that plays in the fight sequence Yeah, I love it. But yes, he kills the Garangi woman while the fish dude, I guess, gets away. Yeah, turns his ride booker into a sword. Yep. And then Kuga runs up. He's like, "Oh, so that's decade." Okay. He transforms and then attacks Decade. Yeah, you're he does, he you're the devil. Punch. Someone told me that you're here to kill all writers. Yeah. He's like Decade's like, dude, what the hell? And Yashiro's even like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's talking about apparently Decade is the devil. And defeat all the writers. And Decade's like, man, that's crazy. And then they're at a demolished shrine. Yep. And then the other Grungy, like, shows up, and Kuga's just like, get out of my way, and just kicks him, murdering him. Yeah, the the, the fish Kuga tries to attack Decade, and yeah, Kuga just runs up, and doesn't actually do yeah. even a full rider kick. Yeah, he doesn't do a jump flip kick thing, he just charges his foot and just fucking he, just waste. He does a donkey kick, a side yeah. donkey kick, and just, bam! He just blows up, he's dead now. And then they stare at each other menacingly while Natsumi runs up and has a flashback of, oh, the actual end of the Rider War. Which we get to see, for some reason, Deck in this flashback that Natsumi is having, Decade is walking towards her menacingly. For some reason. Yeah. And walks by uh, Kuga. Kuga gets up. And transforms into his ultimate form. And this transformation is great. I wish this had been how Kuga transformed. Right. It looks so good. Because he, he, like, emits the black gas that they've been talking about, yeah. kind of. And then there's, like, a lightning storm around him. And it's pretty it's very bodies anime. of some of the riders around him are, like, floating up into the air because of the power. And then he transforms into his ultimate form. And his eyes are black. Not red like they're supposed to be. Oh yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, the belt, the uh, Amadam and the belt's black too. Yeah, this is this is the evil version of Kuga. It's interesting. I don't know if that's on purpose or they just did that because they didn't, I don't, or it's not actually the evil. But it makes me think it is. Yeah, it seems plausible to me. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so that ends with them punching each other and causing a big explosion. Yeah, they have and a punch off. It goes back to the actual world where Natsumi starts going, no, you can't, don't fight. You're not supposed to fight. Stop it. And Kuga goes to purple form and Decades is like, nah, you know what? We're going to fight, though. <laughs> yeah, if we it might fight, help me remember stuff. I might remember things. Also, I have a cool sword card. Yeah. That it's also a gun? Yeah. So oh, Yeah, there's this one sequence, I think it's in this fight, where he turns it from a sword to a gun while he's turning around. Yeah, it's, a, it's real cool. I actually have no idea how they did that. Like, if the prop can literally, like, you can swing it between forms, because that's pretty amazing if you can. Yeah. You might be able to. I think the toy could do it. That's really cool. But because uh, it's not, he doesn't turn around long enough for them to like swap it out in his hand or anything, and he doesn't move in a way that looks like he's grabbing anything. So that's really. a super cool prop. <laughs> the Kuga is not doing that well. No, he's he is pretty well outmatched and gets knocked away over to where Yashiro is. Yeah, and Yashiro is worried and runs up. And he's immediately like, no, give me your fucking gun. And, like, rips it out of her hand. Yeah, this was after, yeah, Decade uses the slash card, which, like, it gives his, like, sword, like, after sword imagey things. Right, and uh, he uses burst with his gun, too, which, uh, I actually, I assume what's going on with these is it's accessing parallel versions of the weapon. Because, like, the gun shoots, the gun spawns, like, little shadow shade guns that also shoot out bullets like the regular one is. Honestly, if, that's if, if it's just, like, warping in, like, alternate realities where he shot in that position instead, <laughs> that is the coolest thing. Yeah, that was how I interpreted it, and I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Or but, other uh, dimensions. Right, right. It, instead of timelines, so, Zeo would be the timeline after, thing. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. After grabbing Yashiro's gun, uh, Kuga immediately goes green, and he and Decade have a little shoot-off. But And then we see Bucket Hat Man, who is standing... Like, on the stairs low enough that we just see, like, the top of his head, and he's creeping watching this fight. It's very silly. I like it. But he's super pissed about Decade, and he's like, oh man, Decade, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, he says, Decade, you're not to be in this world. Yeah, he apparently knows more about what's going on than we do, so. Right. It's nice for him. You get a mirror... <laughs> We get the mirror effect wash over everybody. And then, oh, hey. There's these two, two mysterious bugmen. Rider bugmen. Who are, I thought were double, but they're not. I forgot who they were. They are Punch Hopper and Kick Hopper from Kabuto. Okay. They look cool, though. I like them. They make a comment about, hey. There's common riders here too. Yeah, let's go, partner. And they stalk at uh Kuga and Decade and a try and attack and oh that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yep. And I do like how at the end card where it's uh Decade's belt that comes in and locks, I think yeah, when it locks, the Kuga symbol is lit up. Yeah. And I really like that. It's it's very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Kuga's really cool. Or, Decade's really cool. I mean, Kuga's also cool, but... Both of those statements are correct. <laughs> so, next episode is even wilder than that one. By, like, yeah. a significant margin. So, we sh- should we do next episode? It's already been an hour. Um, yeah, I hadn't have thought about that. But yeah, I guess we could do the next one as a separate episode. Yeah, I, uh, I could, uh... I do kind of want to... Yeah, alright, we can... We can maybe... I was just looking at him, I'm like, man, we've already talked about one episode of Decade for an hour. (laughs) The next one has even more going on. Yeah. Exactly why I posed the question. (laughs) So Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll wrap this up for here. And we'll come back next week with more Decade and then maybe some Kiva introductory... I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll see how we're how we're feeling next week. The, the thing I'm wondering is is do we watch the first episode of Decade Kiva before going back to Kiva? I mean, if we follow it like how we did for Decade, um, we don't. All right, cool. Wait, no, we do because at the end of episode one of Decade, they drop into the Kuga world. Yeah, but then it just ends. Right, but but we see the Kuga world before we went there in the show in. Our meta version of the show. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's up to you, Garrett. <laughs> I mean, do you just want to you know watch what? like the first five minutes of the Kiva episode? <laughs> no, you know, you know what? I do like the idea of going back and watching the entirety of Kiva, and then coming and seeing. Okay, now what's different in these episodes? Just, just like how we did with this Kuga. That's a good point. Though I will, the preview for episode four at the end of decade three looks fucking amazing. <laughs> it looks yeah. so awesome. I, man, waiting another nine months to watch more decade. <laughs> Cause like, it, it is one of the coolest previews ever. There's just like, like people playing violins and like they're going to professional concerts and all the monster designs are just like insane butterfly things. And then, like, a kid is Kiva or something, and he makes his belt bite him before he turns into a Kamen Rider. It's pretty So I great. guess we're going to wait a week. Yeah. How much of this do we want to leave? <laughs> I-, I will figure figure something out. All right, so... Also, Kike says there. Yeah, so we're going to wait a week, and uh, we'll have more Decade next week for you. Yes, we will go Sounds ahead and good. finish Sounds up. Good the the Kuga decade next week. I did not expect us to talk about this one for so long. Is there's a lot going on? There is. Yeah. Man. It's been a long time since we've talked about decade. That's it true. Is. I also just really like decade a lot. Decade's real yeah, good. It's pretty fun. I I'm still wondering what what the hell is going on, but you know, hey. We'll you get know, there. That's fine. Yep. 
Punch Hopper, Kick Hopper. Man, those are silly names. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right. Um. So this has been a podcast on the internet at not going digital podcast, but journey through Decacast at. Boy, I cannot fucking word today. Um, journey through the decacast dot com. Yeah, the email is journey through the decacast at gmail dot com, where you can send us an email if if you'd like. But on the website, there's like episodes and all that fun stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter links, all of that fun stuff. And this is a really haphazard alternate reality version of the outro. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, we could say I planned it. So, uh, 100%. That, that's been Garrett, since he's not saying his own name. I've been Chris. And I've been Evan. And, uh... We're just a passing through podcast, remember that. Yeah, I'll let you have it this time, that's fine. <laughs>